hey, it's Dave, and you know I'm not a fan of pre-rolls, so the fact that I'm doing one, you know this is important, and it's time-sensitive, because March 21st at 5.30 Eastern, myself and my favorite book guru, Thomas Umstadt Jr., are doing a webinar on book launch secrets. And if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch, you'll learn more about it. But I just wanted to get this in here because that's right around the corner. Again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. Today on the podcast review show, we're looking at the Dream, Believe, Never Give Up podcast. Welcome to the podcast review show hosted by radio veteran Eric K. Johnson from PodcastTalentCoach.com and Hall of Fame podcaster Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Dave and Eric help you identify those things you are doing right so you can do more of those and lose those things that don't deliver value to your audience. Join in on the conversation at PodcastReviewShow.com. Welcome to the podcast review show. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting and joining me kind of down there over there, you know him as the podcast talent coach, Eric K. Johnson. Eric, how are you, buddy? Things are great, Dave. Looking forward to another exciting episode tonight. Tonight, we have George DiMartino joining us, host of Dream Believe podcast. George, thanks for being here. Yeah. Hi. How are you doing, guys? Great to be here. I'm excited to... uh have a critique of my show by two of the the best in the business, I'm going to say. I've enjoyed following you guys, and so this should be be some fun. That's it. Yeah, that's what we do here. We listen to your show. We point out those things that you're doing right, so you can do more of those. And we find maybe those things that need a little polish. So, George, why don't you tell right. us what inspired you to, to start this podcast? You know, it's interesting. I, I kind of backed into this. I've always lived my life like as a dream, believe, never give up guy. I brought my two sons up by that way. One of them is, is a pediatric doctor of oncology. The other one graduated Harvard, top of his class. And they both overcame a lot of obstacles during that time. And I always taught them to dream, believe, and most importantly, never give up. And Actually, the podcast came from a story from a project that I have been working on to develop a children's book with a Disney production company here in Orlando. So that started first. And then I decided to kind of spread the word and help other people follow their dreams and achieve their goals. So I started the podcast, Dream Believe, Never Give Up. So that's kind of how I found myself into the podcast world. And I really enjoyed inspiring people to follow their dream. You know, 98% of people never live a dream or goal they have in their life. So I've been fortunate enough just because I kind of have no fear really, but to, to do it several times. And I want, wanted to inspire other people to, to feel that feeling of trying, at least trying, you know, at least, you know, so, and I've enjoyed, enjoyed doing it. So, um, yeah. Do you consider this more of kind of a hobby, kind of passion project, or is this something you're looking to maybe, uh, you know, earn some income, maybe turn it into some sort of business or things like that? Which which way do you see this leaning? Yeah, no, this is definitely, you know, a, a business type situation. I, 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 I feel like I'm kind of building a brand of Dream Believe, Never Give Up, you know, with the podcast and the children's book. So my sights are set on, on really you know, trying to monetize this and the best I can and, and 
take one step at a time, you know? Got it. We're going to listen to the first two minutes. I let this, usually we listen just the very beginning, but I let this go a little longer. Welcome to Dream Believe. My name is George DiMartino. Today we've got Travis Rosbach, the founder and inventor of Hydroflask. He's going to share his story on how he started that company and what happened to him afterwards. It's going to be an inspiring, motivational conversation that about to have. If there was a poster child for Dream Believe, this guy would be it. So sit back and enjoy. You know, I'm going to say something. You are like a poster child for this podcast. You know, when I chose, you're my first guest and I had a whole bunch of guests lined up and I chose you because I really think that, first of all, we have a lot in common. You know, when I let a buddy of mine read about you, he said, you guys are dangerous. He has no boundaries and you have no fear. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, you know, like, and we take risks and that kind of thing. And so, and I just love your story about Hydrofast class. So we have Tra- Travis Rosbach here today, founder and inventor of the Hydroflask. Tell us a little bit about, start where you want to start, because, you know, the podcast is really about people taking that first step, you know, overcoming the fear of doing what you did, you know, having an idea, you know, 98% of people live their whole life, never living a dream or goal they have. And when you look at somebody like you, who, you know, did what you did and continues to do what you do, it's really inspiring and motivating to people. And I think that's why I developed this podcast was to bring people like yourself on to tell your story and, and give people that nudge that they need to be like you. With that said, why don't you give us a little bit of background on Hydroflask, how you started, and some of the insides, you know, like what was going on in your mind, you know, when you had to overcome some of the obstacles that you did along the way. So that was the opening. Eric, I'll let you go first. <laughs> George, you ever you ever watch that TV show called Wipeout? Wipeout's a show on ABC, I think might have moved networks now but at the very end of wipeout they get into the the final wipeout zone and it's usually two or three contestants against each other going through an obstacle course and it has water and it has right. all yeah, these yeah, crazy yeah. things that are yeah. going to knock the crap out of you well yeah. at the beginning of that final thing you hear the countdown it goes three two one and then they shoot you out of this cannon into the into the pool <laughs> Yeah, that's what it feels like at the beginning of your show. Like, just hang on because here we go. And I feel like I'm just I'm jettisoned right into a conversation at at mock speed. And I'd like you to slow down a little bit. Being new to the show, I think the show needs a little bit of a setup. Like, tell me what the what the podcast is all about. So I, I know where we're going on this adventure rather than shooting me out of the tube kind of give me an idea. When I look at your website, you have a great little clip on your website that said what it's all about. And you say 98% of people live their lives and don't achieve the dream, their dreams or goals. They're not really living, just following a routine. In this podcast, we hope to inspire you to take the path less beaten through, less beaten through the stories of others. Step into the arena. Like those four sentences right there, set it all up for me. Right. But okay. but your podcast is missing that setup. Okay. Your podcast misses that little piece that tells me what this thing is all about. And then we hit the ground running. So okay. if I had that, yep. I kind of know where we're going. 
And then the other little piece I want you to adjust at the beginning is when you get into your conversation with him, you ask him everything right in the first three questions. You, You tell him, Hey, start where you want. Give us a little bit of your background. Give us the background on Hydroflask. Tell us where you started. Tell us some of the obstacles that you you got there. What was on your mind? What'd you have to overcome along the way? And I was right. like, my God, that's like every question you want to ask in the whole interview. Right, like, gotcha. let's pace ourselves. Let's okay. let's let's ask one question at a time. Kind of yep. get our way into the conversation and uh, and go from there. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. once you get into it and you start rolling with the guy. You know, it's great. I love I love your back and forth. You add a little story, he adds a little story, and it's very conversational. But but you know, yeah, I, I strap you. my seatbelt on and we're we're off to the races. No, I got you. <laughs> yeah, the, the thing that got me was there and I think it's it's the good old curse of knowledge, because you know what your show's about, so you just kind of jump in. And so there's no like welcome to the blah 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 where we blah 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 or I love Eric's example there, those four sentences. And my background's in teaching. And one of the things that can really wreck any kind of presentation is you have to make everybody comfortable and they have to know where they're going. So when I did a class, I'm like, hey, welcome to, you know, whatever, Microsoft Excel 1. It's scheduled from 9 to 4. We're going to have a break at 1030. We're going to go to lunch at noon. The bathroom's on the left-hand side. Everything that they were, so if they had to think, oh, you know, here's what we're going to cover. And by answering all those questions up front, they could then sit back and just enjoy the content. And to this day, I, well, I finally cheated. I Googled it. I don't know what a hydro flask is. And so really, as I was listening to this the whole time, I'm like, well, what's a hydro flask? I'm like, it's right. hydro. So it's a water something. Flask right, is, a, yeah. is a thing. But right, like, yeah, is that? Yeah, yeah. And that that got in my head to where I just gotcha. kept waiting for them to go. Yeah. What was it? And I was like, I know he knows what it is. And I know you know what it yeah. was. But right. that really, I could not, okay. I could not let go of like, what's a hydro flask. And then the thing that Eric mentioned, I noticed that before he actually answered the question, you've already asked him once, uh, the, the whole, I think you even said, start wherever you want. Yeah. Never, ever say that. And the reason right, right. why, <laughs> because if Eric says, Hey Dave, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. I go, well, I was born in Akron, Ohio. I was paper yeah, bore yeah. by the age of 12. <laughs> You know, we got to live through the first 24 years before I get to podcasting. And so later you asked him again, this was number two. If you don't mind sharing a little bit of the Hydroflask story and how you overcame some of the obstacles that you did and you never gave up belief in yourself. And then one more time. You know what I mean? So you can, you can understand that. So if you don't mind just starting wherever you want to start with the Hydroflask story and yourself and how you overcome some of the obstacles that you have to be where you are today. And so I was kind of like, is he ever going to, and I was hoping he was going to say, well, Hydroflask is this metal container, vacuum sealed, blah, blah, blah. And he didn't. And I was like, ah, so, but that was, I just thought it was interesting that you kept asking, I'd have to go back and listen. I don't know if you weren't letting him answer it or, because I know your passion for the subject really comes through and you kind of give a lot of like, like, you know, his story. And you're kind of like, can you tell us a little bit about it? Because I loved it right. when you did this. And I let, it was like, well, let him answer the question. Right. Yeah, so, again, yeah. it's a little little kind of pumped up for that. So the great thing, George, to remember is that if we go back to the intro of the show, we always have new listeners coming in. 
And those new listeners will always, well, not always, those listeners will most of the time listen to your most recent episode. So they haven't gone back and listened to episode one where you explain what the show is all about. So we need to do that at the beginning of every episode, kind of like watching your favorite sitcom. You know, it's okay. the same intro every yes. week. Cause, yeah. And that just goes, oh, yeah, I'm in the right spot. Like, this is gotcha. the place I'm supposed to be. Okay. And then and I know the show is all about overcoming those obstacles, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. It just to me, it felt like you had a little nervous energy built up in you and you just you were excited yeah. to talk to the guy. Just my first interview, so that was my first time. So, but that's oh, not yeah, that answers a whole yeah. lot right there. Then <laughs> that was my first one. Yeah, because so, yeah. <laughs> the other thing that I noticed was you said, "Hey, this guy is the poster child for Dream Believe." Well, you hadn't explained. I mean, obviously, Dream Believe. Yeah. We know what those words mean, but you didn't yeah. explain what the podcast was. So you didn't really. That didn't mean anything to me. It's it's right. right. kind of like saying, "Well, Eric is is the king of." You know, Ganesh Gorsh, right. and you're like, what is that? And you're like, oh, love we, that. Yeah. And, but so <laughs> yeah. it was, that was when I was like, okay, I still don't know. And I, okay. again, your passion for knew this guy had yeah. to have something going on that was great because yeah. you were super excited that he was here. So yeah. I, I was like, well, that's yeah. okay. I'm going with the, the emotion here. And, and to me, I, I went back to that nervous energy being the first interview because when you get halfway through it and you're talking, and telling your own story and stuff like that, I felt you kind of relax and kind of mm-hmm. the the tempo, the momentum didn't die, but right. your tempo kind of kind of dropped down a notch. We went yeah. from like a ten to about an eight. Yeah. So you were still into it, you still loved it, and was you were having a great time. But I felt like you found your tempo right. the further we got into the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a really good point to set it up better. And that's that's a really good point. And I loved your questions. I loved how you got started in Hydroflask. I loved what was going on in your mind and what did you have to overcome? What obstacles did you have to overcome? Those are great questions. Let's just space them out a little bit and make them individual questions so we right. can help him. Your job as an interview is to help him tell his story. Yeah. And so ask him questions because a lot of times you'll be interviewing guests and they'll start getting off on a tangent and you'll need that question to like, okay, that, you know, the fact that you ride a unicycle is nice, but we need to get back over here and focus on the task (laughs) at hand. Like let's reel it in here a minute. Exactly. No, I get it. I get it. I thought you did a good job of, of kind of building a story arc because at the beginning he's talking about how they running out of money and you know, they're paying their employees and they need money for groceries. <laughs> I loved when he talked about his garbage cans getting repossessed. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. <laughs> so, and then it leads to the story of, you know, how the company grew. I did have one thing. I always kind of write this down. If somebody goes somewhere and I'm waiting for an answer or a question and you didn't go where I wanted to go, doesn't mean it's right or wrong, but this guy gave you a million dollars. He wrote a check for a million dollars and I forget his name, but it was one of those, again, the curse of knowledge is like, well, and then, you know, Jim Smith walked in and next thing I know, I said, I need a million dollars. And he wrote a check and I was like, okay, well, how did you meet that guy? Like, how did, <laughs> you know, what, what's, what's the backstory of that? Because it was amazing. But that, you know, it's funny, the funny thing is, if you had a background like he and I, we've actually become friends. Okay, you know, a background like he and I, like that kind of shit happens to us. <laughs> I mean, you know, right? <laughs> so it's like kind of like I totally. You're right. That's really from a listener standpoint. That's something like wow. How that, how that happened? Yeah. But we live in that world. It's like yeah. Shit, every now and then that happens. Yeah. Some guy just shows up. Yeah, yeah that's you know. the thing you need to remember is that. <laughs> 
don't feel dumb asking a question that you already know the answer to. Like if I asked Dave, Dave, when did, when did you get started in podcasting? Like, I know that, but I'm, I'm asking it for the benefit of the listener. And so you may set that up, you know, especially if you're talking to a guy you've known for years, go, Hey, George, look, I'm going to ask you some questions that I obviously know the answer to, but I'm asking you for the benefit of our listeners. So you can tell your story. So when I say, didn't you own a cookie company at one time? And you can tell me that whole story. Obviously I know it, but I'm asking you. So, so the listeners benefit. And if you need, if you need to set that up before you hit record at the beginning, just to, just to let your, your guest know that (laughs) you haven't absolutely lost your mind. Like, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. uh, And I think it brings, brings us back to a good point that you always have to think about your show from the listener standpoint. Absolutely. Yeah. Not about ourselves. I think sometimes we think about ourselves and what we're doing in the interview and not thinking about the person that's listening to it. You yeah. know, and, you know what I mean? And I think it goes back to focusing on that. Yeah. You know, I think so many times because we we want the podcast to be a conversation. We don't want it to be an interrogation. You know, question number six. Answer this. You know, we don't want that. But on the other hand, sometimes think we think real conversation equals real good. And I'm like, I listened to two famous comedians, Mark Marin and Tom Segura, and they were explaining what's happened to the comedy scene and how different clubs, you know, that one down in Poughkeepsie closed. And what about Ch- the Chuckle Hut? Nope. Chuckle Hut's still there. And I'm listening to this going, if this wasn't two famous comedians, I'd be bored out of my gourd. And then it dawned on me. No, I am bored out of my gourd. I'm not. The part- <laughs> I'm- so, but it was a true, honest conversation. And I yeah, was like, right. I think they forgot that we're listening. And I guess- right. If the audience now, maybe because it's two comedians, maybe that podcast is geared towards comedians. So they're talking about the industry. But as right. an outside person, I was like, I don't think I'm the target audience for this because I was just like kind of bored. I'd yeah. asked you earlier, and this is where I need a jingle for this. Dave's nitpick corner or something Get a little <laughs> nitpicky. And I asked you, you do have somebody editing your show. It's recorded in a booth. And this, again, is where this is kind of nitpicky. And I realized that we we're just having a conversation. But to me, I always want to make the guest sound as good as possible. So this is an example. We're going to hear how it was naturally just a conversation. And then we're going to wait for about a second and a half. And you're going to hear what I did to clean it up. And that's why I tell people, um, and you can relate to this, to stay to stay in the game. Like, don't you know, because you don't ever know what's going to if you believe in yourself don't listen to anybody else and you believe you have a good idea stay with it because some door is going to open and that's why i tell people if you believe in yourself don't listen to anybody else and you believe you have a good idea stay with it because some door is going to open so the second one was a little more confident straight to the point because what happens is we give what i call parentheses and i'll be like i'll say something to eric and i'm like so eric you know if you're driving down you know Route 76, you know, the one over by the uh, the dam and the pond, you got to take, you got to stay on the left lane. Well, the audience a lot of times doesn't need the parentheses stuff or, I, and I do this a lot, I will open my mouth before I have my thought out and I'll be like, <laughs> what I'm talking about is like, you know, a time, have you ever thought of such and such? And I will just cut that out. Now, again, it's a conversation, Dave, how picky are you going to get? But that no, no, I, get it. I cut those yeah. out, it just especially yeah, okay. when we're we're trying to, I don't know, just just make yeah. your guests sound a little more I'm confident. Make, I'm making like, yes. yeah. um, no, I th- I know. 
I get, I get what you're saying exactly. Yeah. I, I, I can hear it. I can hear it. Yeah. yeah. The so. other, and this one happens to everyone. So I just wanted to say, don't feel bad when all of a sudden in the middle of a conversation winding down and then the yeah. season was over and it was yeah. like, it was just the very so, natural time to head out <laughs> the whole mute your computer thing. So that's just, yeah, that's just yeah. something I have. I have a checklist when I have interviews where you go, Hey, don't that. But the other one was, and this, this started like halfway through the podcast and I wonder if maybe you moved in the studio where all of a sudden you went from like right now, the, the microphone's kind of pointing at the corner of my mouth. And then all of a sudden you moved to where you were talking directly into it or something because, and unfortunately you started talking about something with a lot of P's in it. And all of a sudden it sounds like this. A little group like pronouncing that. It's funny. My son is a, is a doctor in Portland. He's a pediatric oncologist at the hospital in Portland and, that actually doesn't sound okay, as bad yeah. as when I listened to it earlier. But there was yeah. the other thing is there's a little bit of noise. And again, it's it's yeah, yeah. I don't know. I got, we were in like a sound. I mean, like a yeah, like a and yeah. But I'll, so yeah. again, now on the other hand, the actual audio, I thought like the the tone and the volumes and everything like that was great. It was just like, and again, I'm listening. And if I had been walking around the neighborhood, I would have not have noticed like yes. the little. Eh, but I was just yeah. like, I know you're paying some guy to do this. And I was like, I am. you yeah. might want to say, yeah, hey, dude, what's up with the, and it, uh, yeah, no, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. You know, yeah. We just, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. I get it. So that's, that's the end of Dave's nitpick corner. So okay. I will pass this over to Eric. Any other thoughts on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That Dave. was Dave's yeah. nitpick corner. Yeah. yeah. We have a new segment now. Yeah. There's a part in the podcast where you jump in and you tell your story about finding, founding the, uh, the cookie company and how you're running out of money and your wife calls you and you say, yeah, you know, if you just bail me out of jail, I'll quit. I'll stop. And then you right. come home and you start it right back up. Like it's, yeah. I loved I love that because that story lets us get to know who you are. So many times people interview others on their show and it's all focused on the guest and we never get to learn anything about the host. And I thought the fact that you bring that cookie story in and, and it wasn't long, it was just relatable to what your guest was talking about and kind of kept the story moving forward, kept the interview moving forward. And I thought it was a great touch. What I would recommend, there's a lot of times as you're interviewing the guy where you're going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it feels to me like you're trying to nudge your way into the conversation and get a word in rather than just simply acknowledging him. It sounds like you're trying to interrupt him and jump in with something like that sort of story. So I don't know if you guys are recording where you can see each other. If you are, then just a, a simple head nod, you know, like. Like, yeah. yeah, thumbs up, you know, just let him know that you're affirming what he's saying without mentioning anything. It yeah. will sound less like you're trying to jump in. Yeah. And then That's that cool. way, when you do say, yeah, exactly, George, and then jump in with your story, then right. that gives you that open door. Yeah. So That's, keep keep really, a little of that in mind yeah. as you're having that yeah. conversation. Yeah. That's a good point. And my producer is is always telling me, don't talk so much about yourself. You know, don't, you know, it's about, you know. But I find that I can relate. Like I just had Johnny Lee Dumas on, 
and we had a really good conversation and 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 it was and you know we passed stories back and forth just because that's the way it was it just kind of happened that way but you know so so i i appreciate what you're saying because i do i do think it's a way for people to get to know me in a small snippet you know not too much of it but just in a little piece of it you know yeah i would recommend you don't listen to your producer you should right. incorporate parts of your story <laughs> yeah. into here it's your sure. podcast and that's what it's for you know I, I it's yeah you need some of your story. Now, I recommend when when people are doing the big interview sort of podcasts, leave some room at the beginning and the end before the interview and after the interview to tell your story a little bit more. But I definitely think you need to add a little bit of you into the conversation because that's yes. what makes it a conversation rather than yeah. an interrogation. Like be right. put you in there. There is yeah. one spot. At the end, George, you say, what would you say to others who are thinking of taking a risk, which I thought was a fantastic question for for your podcast, because that brings the whole podcast theme full circle, brings it all together. And it was it was just a fantastic question. And I love the fact that that's kind of where we landed at the end of this conversation. One recommendation I would give you for your questions and a lot of podcasters do this when they're interviewing is set up the question and then ask it rather than asking it and then qualifying it. Got it. A lot of times you will say, George, have you started any businesses of your own? Because I remember reading, you know, back in the day, I thought I read something about you had a cookie company and then maybe, you know, I don't know, you lived in Boston and you lived in New York. And I just, you know, I thought maybe uh, with what you talk about on your show that maybe you had a business of your own. And, the, you know, by the time I stopped talking, you forgot what the question was. So <laughs> right. rather flip it around and say, George, I thought I read something about you owned a cookie company and you lived in Boston and New York and you moved to Florida and you've been all over. What sort of businesses of your own have you owned? Gotcha. Okay. Yes. And so I, I set it up. Then I ask it rather right. than asking it and qualifying it just makes it easier for the guests to follow, makes it easier for your listener to follow. And then the trick to doing that is to not be afraid of that pregnant pause that comes between you stopping and the guest starting because right. there will be some silence there. And yeah. that silence is magic because it allows the listener to predict what the guest is going to say. say right. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, no. no and they lean great. in and yeah. they wait for the answer. And that's yeah. where your magic happens. So, yeah. but so overall, I love your voice. Nobody's going to be next to George and go, now, is that George or is that Mike? <laughs> like you are you, which I love your personality comes out on the show. I love everything about you on the show. So yeah. rock and roll there. Just yeah. some things I would tweak here and there just to make it a little more powerful. Yeah, thanks. No, I think what you've pointed out is that to tease what you're doing more and, and, and give the listener more information to make to make the answers better. And, you know, you know, to set like to set up what I'm doing and, and totally get it. I totally understand it. Well, I, do. And, I see what you're saying. And I would even clue in the guest like, hey, here's why you're here. I always let them know. Like I just interviewed somebody and she could have talked about anything podcasting, but she grew a Facebook group to about 5,000 and then later shut it down and moved to someplace else. I'm like, that's why you're here. That's what we're going to talk about. We're not talking about marketing and things like that. So when you kind of let your audience know, here's why I brought you on. And then also let them know kind of here's who we're talking to. And if you could say, 
the goal of the podcast is to motivate them to take that first step, then they can kind of go through their Rolodex. When you ask a question, go, oh, this is going to fit what George is looking for. And Eric talking about that space thing, it is magic. When you ask, I just asked a question to that, that same person. And I said, you know, you've, you've really persevered through a lot of stuff when, you know, a lot of people, if they fail, they just quit. And I said, where do you think that came from? And she went, that's a really good question. And then she had to think about it. And I didn't say, I could have said, well, did it come from your grandparents or your parents or was it a teacher? I just shut up. And, right. and, and the answer was brilliant. And so it's, it's, it's awkward and we have to get used yes. to that. But yeah. uh, the longer you let the pause go, the better the answer. I think my favorite example of this was David Letterman was interviewing Ellen DeGeneres. And apparently Ellen DeGeneres's stepfather was not a very nice man. We'll just leave it at that. And that's kind of what Letterman said. He said, well, that's when your mom married this other guy. And she went, yep. And he went, is that all we're going to do with that? And she just sat there and stammered. Like, I don't know if we want to talk about that or go. I mean, we could. And she just sat there and argued with herself whether or not she was going to say it or not. And Letterman didn't say a thing. He just, and I mean, it's a long time. And finally she just spit out the story and he continued. But if he had said, no, it's okay. Or he just, he just shut up. And that's, it's hard to do. It's a skill. So we call that in show business, the, the Oh moment, you know, and you know what I mean? That you always work for and you know, you want to get, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's awesome. That's great. That's good advice. And, Eric had mentioned you'd you'd ask that great question, which it was a great question. Like, what would you say to these people? And it really did sum it up because a lot of times with interviews, we will kind of recommend that you do some kind of sum up yourself. I I kind of jokingly call it the Jerry Springer. Like, what did we learn today? Because that way it repositions you as the expert. But in this case, he kind of like put a really nice bow on it there at the end with that. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah, I remember that question. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and he really did. He really he played. He actually he actually did almost like a callback, yeah. saying that that's what we talked about earlier in the interview. You know, that was so important to him. Yeah, you know, so it was kind of cool that he. Uh, you know, so it was kind of neat. And yeah. that that then led into the actual outro, which sounds like this. Thank you so much, Travis Ross Rossbach of Hydroflask, the poster child of Dream Believe Never Give Up. This podcast is produced by Brand Crumbs Media at VentureX Downtown Orlando Studios. Did she say Bread Crumbs Media? Yes. Okay. Because I've heard that three times now, and that's the first time I've understood. I would tell them, like, bring the music down a, a pinch. Um, yeah. Because yeah, I have yeah, a... I think... But the... the Eric, I'll let you hit the softball. Well, what's missing there? <laughs> I, I would love to see you give your listeners some sort of call yeah, to action. It's, send send them somewhere. Don't let the conversation just end when the podcast is over. What do you want your listeners to do from here? If you're trying to build a brand and you know you want to turn this into an opportunity to generate some revenue with with the brand, work to get them on an email list or at least send them to the website to get previous episodes or future episodes or subscribe or something pick one thing the one thing you want them to do from here don't let the conversation end yes you know find more of our great content over at the website or something but but we just we just end the conversation and we go away and i'd love to see you leverage that attention that you have yes definitely yeah it was so bizarre because usually eric and i 
get to the end and people will give us like 13 calls to action and there weren't any. And I was like, well, yeah. that's different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Most, most podcasters go, Hey, follow us on Facebook and find us on Instagram and subscribe yeah. to the show and go leave us yeah. a five-star rating and check out and don't forget to <laughs> subscribe to our newsletter. And, and I'm like, yeah. slow yeah. down. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. It's, you don't give any, yeah. you, you just you know, go yeah. away. Yeah. And like, and like that's so George Martino because it's like, <laughs> that's all going to happen. Don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like Mike, Mike drop and you walk out the door. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so if, like Eric said, if, if we're looking to monetize this email list is, yeah. is definitely needed. Yes. We want them yeah. to subscribe and, and follow. And then if nothing else, if you enjoyed this story and know somebody who, who might get inspiration from the story as well, please share it with a friend. Those are, yeah, I always gotcha. tell people, if yeah. they're like, ah, I'm like nothing else, ask them to share it with a friend because that yeah. really does help grow your audience. So. Word of mouth is the number one way podcasts grow. Yeah, Word of yes. mouth is so powerful. So when you can get people talking to other people about it or mentioning it on a, on right. a social media post, it's magic. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. No. Yeah. I love it. I love it. No, this has been great. I really appreciate you guys taking the time and doing this with me. It's been great, great information. Yeah. I'm, so. Let's take a quick look at the website. I love the header up here with the with the quick video, the dream believe is a podcast all about following your dreams and believing in yourself. It's nice and clean. I love the clean look about it. I like the subscribe buttons that you have periodically through the page. As you scroll down the, what it's all about looks great. Nice little hero video of you there. Um, the one concern I have about it is that I have to get all the way to the bottom before I get to your contact information. Okay. And before I get there, I get confused and sidetracked yeah. with with St. Jude's Research Hospital, yeah. which I know is a big cause for you. But then we get after that, we get into the, a history of unorthodox achievement. Yeah. And then, and then we yeah. get into a short demo for the Wheeling and Dealing show. And yeah. then we get to the Palm Beach Post. And no, I'm like, yeah, where yeah. did I take a did I take the wrong exit in Jersey? What happened yeah. here? Like, yeah, where so, did we go? <laughs> yeah. So we're actually taking all that off. OK, Great. So that's coming down. So we're going to we're just going to leave a couple of videos up there and then all that other stuff is going to go bye bye. Well, tell so me, like the history of unorthodox achievement looks like it might have something to do with you. But because it's got your logo up on it, your branding on it. But I don't know what it means or what it okay. is. What it kind of means is I've done a lot of different things, you know, like I've, 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 I've lived a lot of my dreams and goals and, and those are all different things that I have done through my career as far as. You know, Fantastic. So, what I would do with this, because yeah. I love that you have it up there. If this is kind of the history of, of George, let's put a little tagline under a history of unorthodox achievement. And maybe it's, you know, the, the variety of things you've done that have led you to where you are today and how that, yeah. how that kind of all ties into the dream believe concept. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it kind of was, was, was trying to show that, and, and this was not my idea. It was the guy who built the website did this, but it was to show that I have done a lot of different things and, and reinvented myself and kind of, I've done what I'm asking people to do to take a chance. And if absolutely you, if you, if Love you have it. a passion for stand up comedy or whatever you want to do, you know, do it you know yeah. and so that was kind of like a little resume but i kind of as i as it's resonated with me more and i've gotten kind of a little more into this i've said to myself less is more and maybe stay more focused on on the on what message i'm trying to to yeah. the unorthodox achievement videos 
um, all you all you need to do is take one more step to tie that into the dream believe concept, and it might just be two sentences underneath the heading there that right. tells me you can do anything you want. Like, look, I've been a comedian. Yeah. I've been a you know yeah, 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 I've yeah, helped homeless yeah. people. I've done all this yeah. stuff. Right, right, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I love, I yeah. love the concept. Just yeah. help me, help yeah. me connect the dots. Gotcha. I'm not okay. that, I'm not that quick. Yeah. No, 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 no. I get it. No, no, no one is. We're all not. <laughs> but yeah, that. I, likewise, I got here and was like, and then I watched it, and I was like, I watched the ultimate fake over, and I was like, what is? I'm not again. I wasn't yeah, connecting the right. dots. So, but I could see, you know, and usually what I'm looking for is some sort of navigation up here that's like about contact podcast. The one thing I don't see is you have done what I call the, the mall marketing restaurant. So they come out, they come out with a piece of chicken. And if you want more, it's, it's over here. You can buy the whole sandwich, but cause you've got the latest episodes and then you can subscribe and, and you got the subscribe right. links, yeah. which are great. Yeah. The one thing you're missing here is if you take just a little bit of a description about who, you know, here's what Hydrofax is. We talked to so-and-so here are the key things we learned from our guest and put that as a blog post and then just add the player in that blog yes. post. That's a podcast. All a podcast yeah. is on a website. And what that does is it brings you more Google juice, which brings you more listeners, which brings, it's just one of those things. Right. So when you don't have your episodes on your website anywhere, and if they're here, I can't, you just see the latest ones. Yeah. The other thing that can do is if I see, you know, sometimes you'll have a blog post and, and you'll have like, you can see like the last four or five episodes and you get a little longer list and you're like, oh, this is really for me. I can see just by the titles here, you know, what's yes. going on. So yeah. that was just yeah. one I was like, ah, you're kind of probably missing some some Google juice here by just yeah. having the, yeah. the last couple. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're actually adding all of them to the website. Right? Yeah. It's something I just talked to my WordPress guy about. So Yeah, but yeah. I, I would. Great. Yeah. I'm with uh, Eric. I was happy to see that you've got, you know, Spotify, Apple. I'm assuming that's Google podcast. Yeah. Good. So those are the top three, which is, is yeah. great. And then you've got the links up here as well. So you're in good spot. The thing at the top also, I don't know what you call this, but it's, it's kind of cool. Cause number one, it didn't take long to load. Cause a lot of times when you have a video background, it takes forever, but I thought, yeah. I thought it loaded quick and it just, it was always changing. And, it, and again, when you start to think about the whole dream, believe you, you have little kids and then you switch to somebody who's, you know, 98 and then there's you yeah. and things like that. So you kind of get this idea of yeah. like, okay, everybody can, can dream a little more. And, and right. yeah. so I like yeah. that. And again, yeah. we see videos of you, you know, doing stand up. So get a little bit there just by being yes. at the top sure. of, of what's going yeah. on. So, right. but it's, it's Good. easy to navigate. It's one page. So um, yeah. yeah, that was Eric, yeah. anything else yeah. on the website? Nope. A little navigation would help and just to connect a couple dots. But otherwise I loved it. I love the, I love the video, the use of video on there. I love the, the young children morphing into the, the elderly folks. That was really cool. That caught my attention right out of the box. So yeah, yeah overall, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I love the concept of the show. I love just start now, you know, yeah. everybody yeah. can dream and it's, and I don't care what, what age you are. That's right. Um, it's that's what it is. It, you can you can start and start living the dream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So overall, the only thing I saw that was like, oh, this this needs a little work was the intro. You know, setting that up, what the show's about. You know, working on your questions a little bit. But I, I definitely loved your energy and and your passion just for the subject. 
of I'm trying to get you to take that first step just oozes throughout the whole podcast. But Eric, any, any other things you want to add to as we kind of wrap up things here a little bit? Yeah, I think we've kind of hit on all of it, George. You have, you have an X factor that isn't present on many shows and that's you and it's, and it's your personality and it's that, that New York flavor that comes out of you and don't, don't let anybody convince you to take that out of your show. You got to leave you in there because you are going to be the magic sauce that brings people back to your show time and time again, because we never know what kind of story George is going to bring up about, you know, running in the streets back in the day and the trouble that he got into, like just the fact that you had to get bailed out of jail because you run a cookie company was (laughs) phenomenal. Like little things like that are like, Holy crud. Did you hear what George said on the show today? Like that kind of, that is, that's a, an X factor that not many people have. We can fix the other stuff. It's a little tweak here and a little edit there. It's, it's you that Dave and I can't create. That's something that you bring to the show that is that provides you an amazing foundation to build something great. Yeah, yeah. No, I, no, I really appreciate that. Something that's like I said, it's like it's coming full circle for me. This this yeah. this project, you know, it really is. Did and, you? Uh, I'm enjoying doing it. Did you have any questions for us? You know, uh, really, I just wanted to get a critique, like you guys have told me about what really wanted to, someone on the other side of the fence, like to look at it and say what. What what's good? What's yeah. not good? What what could be fixed? What yeah? You know, and well, I, I know you're then, you're talking about turning this into you know somehow into a business maybe. Yeah. With your background of business ownership and and you know growing businesses, have you ever thought of you know putting yourself out there as like a paid consultant? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know I've done syndicated radio, you know, so I have some background in in that. You know, that's kind of what kind of made this so easy for me is that you know i'd been behind a mic for for years in the in a radio booth mm. and spoke and interviewed people and things like that so and you know when i did when i did stand-up comedy the biggest thing people would remember was my voice when they filled out the cards after the show they would say <laughs> that was the guy with the voice <laughs> it wouldn't say you know they wouldn't say, it wouldn't say he was the funniest guy you know they, they <laughs> It was always my voice. And even when I did my radio, my radio program, people would say, I don't even want to hear about what you're talking about. I just listen to your voice. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was a real, it was a real compliment to me, you know, you know, you know, so yeah. yeah, So I'm trying to, you know, I know that I have a voice that people don't forget and I only do what I'm passionate about. So I don't know it any other way in my life. I really have never really had a job. I've always pretty much been fortunate enough to do what I love and somehow put the pieces together. I've been very fortunate. So, well, and you brought up your, your sons obviously are doing very well. So you, you've got, you know, that skill to, you know, nurture people and, and point them in the right direction and things like that. For me, that would be because sometimes when you're like, okay, I'd like to make some money with this. When you get into kind of these inspirational things, it's like, Hmm, if you don't have the, usually it's some sort of coach that will do these because I want to get you inspired and, and have somebody else like, okay, I'm ready to jump into the pool. And you're like, hey, I can, I will catch you. You can hire me to catch you when you jump in the pool. Because otherwise, right. you know, dream believe we might get a pillow sponsor. Uh, you know, yeah. there's nothing that really super, or you might get a small business, you know, some software to run a business. But not all these yeah. dreams are about, you know, starting a business. It could be 
you know, anything. Right. So yeah. that, that's where yeah. sometimes it gets a little tricky because we, we have a fairly wide range of topics, which are all inspirational, right. but it's not like, oh, well, you know, we can sell this product because it fits in, fits in with some of the stories, but not all of them. But with, with you, you know, with your background, I was like, I would yeah. put it out there like, yeah. hey, if, if you're thinking of, if you have a dream that you haven't acted on, you know, I've got, you know, X amount of years in business and I've done all these things, you know, hire yeah. me and I will, you know, help you. That might be yeah. a, a way. And that's let's, a, Eric, a, Eric, can you think of anything else that would tie in with the, the show? No, I, I really like that other than, you know, public speaking or stuff like that, yeah. but really scaling it. Yeah. I, yeah. I like Dave's concept of just being, I don't want to call it a, a life coach or a career coach because it's kind of both and neither at the same time. You right. know, it's like, it's that aspiration that you're helping them right. take action. So, right. Yeah. No, yeah. No, it's, it's all sorts great of great idea. opportunities that's for great you. Idea. But no, no, no time like the present to start that email list. So you can start communicating with them on a regular basis and, and, build that relationship. So when it comes time for you to offer the opportunity to work with you in whatever capacity that might be, you've built the relationship and you're ready to roll with it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. No, it's good. I love it. No, thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys taking the time and this has been awesome. Thanks for letting us listen to it. I, I enjoyed it. It was, it's a great show. I think you have a long road ahead of you and, yeah. and lots of great interviews. So yeah. good luck and, and with I, it. And I, you know, I really haven't put it out there because I wanted to do some of this homework first. You know, I really wanted to like, like let it resonate a little bit, get it out there. I really haven't pushed it, you know, social media wise, because I just kind of wanted to get some shows under my belt and I wanted to actually speak with you guys and, you know, tweak it up a little bit. And so sure. that's kind of when my plan was to go slow rather than go fast and do it right. You know, so that was my idea. Well, you have somebody producing your show. So adding an introduction, you can talk with your producer and maybe just get a voiceover guy to read that blurb from your website as the intro. And then just tell him to slap that on the beginning of each podcast that you record. He can just take that recorded intro and slide it on there. And you can still start the way you did. But that little 30 second recorded intro sets everything up nicely for us as we hit the ground running. You know what? That's a great idea. I'm going to do that tomorrow. That's done. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. I, yeah, no, yeah that's, super. that's fantastic. You know, and then the, great. when the intro is done, you do a quick intro of who your guest is and, yes. you know, and yep. also do you do any solo shows or is everything a guest? Everything I've done is a guest. Okay. I probably should. You know, I have so many stories. I mean, my yeah. life has been very interesting. <laughs> I mean, it really has, but I've been really fortunate to just experience things that, you know, most people would never dream to even do, you know? Yeah. And, and and so I probably should do some of well, that, you know? Yeah. When you do, when you do guests, it's great. It grows your network. When you do a solo show, you boost your, boy, I'm not a master of the English language. Tonight. You're, it's your engagement, your influence. Yeah. So when you do a, so when you do a solo show, it boosts your influence. So doing yeah. both, it doesn't have to be one or the other. So. And that's why I put that video in the front of the, of the beginnings. I wanted people to get to know me a little bit and yeah. what I was about, what I was asking them to do. And I was honest enough in that video to say, look, here I am putting myself out. Let's see how I do, you know, you know, and that's how I am. I'm not afraid of that kind of a you know, showing myself and who I am. And I think that's how you, you know, really- George, a guy like you with a million stories, a nice little segment at the end of every interview could be 
you know, that reminds me of a time. And then you could tell, you know, a little two and a half minute story of, you know, one night in a bar down in the Bronx or something, you know, it's like, (laughs) like, then that could be, you know, the way that Dave does his outtakes at the end of every one of his shows, yours could be, that reminds me of a time, you know, and and then, you know, telling a story of, you know, people stick around to the end to hear the reminds me of a time. Yeah, that's good. That's a good idea. Probably should do some some solo shows and I would enjoy doing them and sharing some of those stories because they are inspirational in a lot of ways. They tie into exactly what I'm doing. So it's it's an example of it. So, hey, this has been great. Thank you so, so much. Well, if if somebody wants to hear more of your voice, what's the website for them to find your stuff? A dreambelievepodcast.com. And Eric, where can people find you? You can find me over at podcasttalentcoach.com. And Dave, how about you? Yeah, you can find me at schoolofpodcasting.com. And of course, George has got the seat all warmed up. If you're ready to get your podcast reviewed, go over to podcastreviewshow.com slash review me, and we'll schedule a time to have you come on. And again, we help you find those things you're doing right so you can do more of those and find those things that maybe need just a little bit of polish. So thanks so much for listening. And always remember, there's always room for improvement. Take care. Hey, it's Dave. Thanks for sticking around here. Again, this is not the norm, but we've kind of got a time-sensitive issue here because this webinar is March 21st about book launch secrets. It's myself and Thomas Umstadt, and then he's going to talk about this course. And it's going to basically go over everything you need to know about launching your book. And you'll learn proven principles and methods to help your next book or get your first book off the ground like a rocket. Thomas, the same way that I live and breathe podcasting, Thomas lives and breathes books. And then what's beautiful about it is his kind of mentor, James L. Rubart, it's kind of like getting Han Solo and Yoda at the same time. And the reason I think this is so important is this is the last time they're teaching this course. Now, the webinar you're signing up for absolutely free, and you're going to walk away with a lot of great ideas and an offer. We're not going to lie to you. They're going to talk to you and ask you to take this course, but there's so much value in just the free webinar. I wanted to let you know that it's going on and it's happening very, very soon. March 21st. Look at the calendar. Yeah. That's like, holy cow. It's coming right up. All you have to do is go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. That's schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. I can't wait to see you there.